That just really pisses me off. Like when people just come to me and they're like, but what are other people going to think? I think it pisses me off more, actually. Because, <laughs> like, I think the whole assumption there is that everyone's worrying about your life, has thought about like, everything going on in your life. Um, and no one's living your life! Also, no one really gives a shit. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? This is Punch in the Face, your weekly wake up to life. You're here with Jonathan and Henry. We're back again, episode two. What's going on, Henry? So, today, we're going to be talking about fear setting. Um, this is maybe a new concept to some people, but it's essentially based on the idea that almost everything we do is driven by fear. Uh, we tend to freak out more than is necessary. So, how do you deal with that? How do you mitigate that? And how do you sort of create solutions from that? Uh, we've got some interesting examples today. I'll let Jonathan loose in a second. Uh, and then <laughs> we're actually... like a dog? <laughs> <laughs> what well, we were talking about this earlier, and um, anyway, he's got an example that he's excited to uh, to dispel, I suppose. And then we're getting on to uh, me being fired this week. Actually, you got fired. I think I mean, oh, did get fired. I think that's the first time in my life. Yeah, I got fired too one time. We can talk about it. Anyway, we'll get, we'll come into it later. Sorry. So, without any further ado, uh, ado. I do. Yeah. I do. Uh, <laughs> let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's just talk about fear and fear itself before we get into anything else. And I'm calling you out right now, Henry. You had a fear talking to women. Yeah. <laughs> that was a thing. Very true. That was a thing. And, and we went through it where we actually did an experiment one Sunday where we got burgers. And you were petrified to talk to any woman on the street. Yeah, right? well, background was that... Go to a bar, fine, no problem. A few beers, I'm fine. And then you rightly called me out on the fact that... Why are you doing that? Yeah, or I'd say, like, oh, I think she's really beautiful. Girl, like someone walking down the street. And you go, why don't you go tell her? And my thinking, well, and what I said, my excuses, I said, what do you mean? No, like... She's reading a book in the cafe, <laughs> drinking a coffee. I don't want to bother her. Or she's walking down the street, she's got headphones in. All of those have justifications, but I think it was very clear to both of us that those were excuses to mask right. a fear of rejection or just social awkwardness. Totally. Most people don't do that. Like, you do that, fine, it works. I've seen people smiling ear to ear. It's great. I think it's a really great thing. However, if you're not used to doing that, it's a scary, unknown world of rejection. Oh, God. And social what if she just slaps me in the face? Or like, yeah, what but obviously just... it's never going to happen. No, <laughs> never. So what, what we did was is we did this experiment, and Henry literally had to... I mean, you had one beer, but you went out and you had to talk to three different women yeah. and, and say what On happened. On Sunday afternoon. So, so what actually happened? You, you knew your fears. Yeah. What, did, did your fears come true? No, so my fears were that it's always the worst case scenario, right? So I, in my mind, I would go and say, hey, I think you're really beautiful. Have a nice day. And then the whole like world would look around and go, oh my God, have you seen what just happened? This guy. And what really happened? He's an idiot out of himself. Or she slaps me or whatever. And what, what really happened? happened she, they smiled, said thanks, and then I sheepishly disappeared. And that was it. And it was, it was, it was nice around. Yeah, I, I was happy because I'd said something honest, I'd faced my fear, and they had a nice, genuine compliment. So, I think that was a great lesson in 
first of all, identifying a fear. Secondly, realizing and confronting the fact that you're masking it. Um, and then actually going about solving it. Right. Yeah. And that's the most important part of it. Yeah. Is you got to understand what are your fears and what are, what are they preventing you from doing? Yeah. Because there might be one day that you meet your future wife just by being on the train and saying the same thing. Or I think that's you know? such a good point as well. Sorry, not to bang on about um, the other half. And sorry, other sex. No, but it's a great example. It's just yeah, for sure. So I think that's such a good point. Is if you go through your life fearful, then you know some people maybe have like one or two chances of meeting a girl that they're vaguely interested in, or a woman, or a man. Um, but if you are fearful of everything, your chance to okay one or two people out of what seven billion people in the yeah. world, it's really limiting what you will do in life or what you even try to do in life I think that's the frustrating thing yeah exactly it's not so much the obviously not everyone can be um, you know the richest and happiest the most successful however you define that person in the world but if you just sit in this sort of scared little shell in your room watching and you never do anything then you're just going to sit there and be in your little shell it's the same thing scared of stuff I was just thinking to myself too that if I think if more men and more women approached the opposite sex and told them exactly how they felt I mean we'd have a lot happier people in the world no? yeah it would be a much it would (laughs) be a much better imagine how that would work would either be really peaceful and happy or sort of carnage Oh, well, no. I mean, let's just say in the fact that, like, <laughs> if a girl is attracted to a guy, that she goes up and tells him. Could you imagine that? I mean, that would be... Yeah, Again, that's, that's a horrifying thing, I think, for, yeah. for a lot of women, a lot Comes of men. Comes back to a conversation last week on lying as well. Right, true. True. We didn't deliberately do that, but listen to the one from last week. <laughs> um, but, anyway, so, we've talked about fear. I think we should move on to talking about fear setting. Uh, yeah. I.e., okay, so identify fear... Um, well, it's just what you said. Identify it. Yeah. Do something about it and make a change. Nice. So something that constantly pisses me off and I have a lot of conversations about is people and the work. So essentially, you probably have the same. You have endless conversations with a friend saying... All the time. <laughs> saying... I hate my job, I'm looking to leave next year, or I hate my job, but I just don't know what to do. And then you follow up saying, well, like... What did you do about it? Yeah, why don't you... (laughs) Have you applied for stuff? And then they'll say, yeah, I applied for one or two things. I went to a different department, it's better now. Yeah. (laughs) But you say, okay, you mean like one one or two, or like literally one or two, or like five? What about the company you wanted to start? Did you do that? Oh, no, no, no. I'm looking for a job on, like, the other side of the world. There's just excuses. Like, there is an endless list of excuses. Yeah. And yes, it's a valid point to say, okay, if you want to leave your job, you can't just, like, put two fingers up to your boss and walk out the door. Like, you need to pay your bills, for sure. That's a very legitimate concern that everyone has. What is, like, the one example that you think of in your head right now of, like, who is doing that? Or You don't need to say the name, but, like, what is, like, the one example? Yeah, so I think it's that. Five or six conversations around someone wanting to leave their job. When you push them, what have they done about it? Fuck all. One or two job applications. Why not do 50? Like, it doesn't take that long. The more you do, the more likely you are to be able to get out of it. Or at least start making steps to something else. Maybe if you want to start a business, do what like we've been doing, where just get up early, 
get one or two hours of work in before you go to work and you'll find after a year or two that you're going to make very, very good progress. Um, but I think the, yeah, it, it comes back to fear and masking that fear with excuses for sure. Um, and also just not quantifying that fear. Um, I think that's a massive issue is you have this big, scary problem and when you actually break it down, it tends to not be that big and that scary. Right. What's your your take on that? I think... When I think about it, it's really a lot of people that come to me struggle simply to identify what their big fear is. They they don't even know. I I think I mean the, yeah, that's true. Say like hidden and the big, big yeah. And... The biggest example that I can think of right now is my mom, where my mom has always wanted to start like a consultancy business where she's able to like help people change exactly like kind of what we're doing, but in a, in a very different way, yeah. helping companies change and uh, kind of going after what they want to do, but. She's not doing it. Yeah. And that's the thing is that like I, I hear my mom every day or whatever she's doing in her day-to-day life. It's not progressing towards what she wants to do. She might build the office space, but does she have clients? Is she, what is she doing to get clients? How is she going to yeah. get it? And then saying, Ma, what is your fear? Are you identifying it? What is it? Let's go after it. Let's solve it. I yeah. think that's like the biggest thing, honestly. That really – I think that hits the nail on the head again about quantifying it is – Everyone is, again, for example, you don't leave your job or you don't pursue your dream because of some fear. But because it's this big, scary, because it's sort of like a combination of It's like, a ghost. You don't what know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, what are my friends going to think? What are my family yeah. think? What about money? What if I fail? Um, how do I even start? Um, what happens if it fails after two years? All of these big, scary problems... Yeah, tend to be valid, but much smaller and much more solvable than you usually think. And they just got to be broken down. I think that's the yeah. biggest cut yeah. of it is that you got to identify the big elephant in the room. You got to say, what can I do to get started on it right now? What can I do tomorrow? I think there was one thing that you said to me actually, geez, really recently, you were like, what can you do every day? Like when you wake up at six, because we've yeah. been waking up at six to you know start doing this essentially. When you wake up at six, what's the one thing you can do that day? And write like a little backlog for yourself yeah. to get four things done right in the morning. Because also that, right? it's, it's, it's a small thing, but you're just gradually, it's that, that progress. It's, it's the progressiveness, yeah. Sure. And when you know that every morning you've gotten those four things done, you feel that forward momentum. Yeah. I think uh, it's going to be useful as well to talk about me. <laughs> Me being fired this week. Oh, jeez. And yeah. my actual... Yo, finally, I was able... But I was a great opportunity to finally True practice story. fear setting. Let's get into it. Henry, honestly, I think we need to speed it up because we had a beer and now we're just kind of <laughs> like all loopy. Chilling out. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. So... Hit it. Let's get into me being fired this week. You got fired! <laughs> oh, my God. Literally, you got fired. So... Yeah, this was actually a great opportunity to put fear setting into action for once. Um, and it just happened, so you couldn't prepare for it. Yeah. I mean, luckily, I've been planning to leave, but it was right. quite funny. It was like, wow. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so that was the thing. I've been planning to leave, had a plan uh, in place anyway. Was planning to resign this week anyway. But suddenly when you get this by email, by the way, which is a shit. Yeah, and I woke up Saturday morning with a text message being like, I just got fired. <laughs> Call me when you get <laughs> on Saturday. On Saturday morning. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, I got this uh, nice abrupt email and had a five. 
I reckon ten minutes, slight panic. Because oh, sure. oh my god, what's happening? Of course. You, but what's what everyone going to think? Like, what about money? Da, da, da. And then I proceeded to. I'm quite proud of this, actually. Pretty quickly, literally five minutes of it. Ah, and then just walked to a cafe, sat down, got a little I don't know, espresso macchiato thing with the croissant. Anyway, uh, and yeah, just wrote down. Okay, what are like the five or six things that I was scared of? And quantified them, and then said, "Okay, are they actually problem?" And how did you feel after that? Just fucking awesome. It was great. <laughs> I realised that everything had worked out better than if I'd resigned. It's like what you told me on the phone when we talked. You said uh, the inevitable just got to move forward. So yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it great. Was just like, oh, cool. Yeah, get it done by Christmas. So yeah, I mean, one example that but, was just so irrational. Yeah. Okay, so the rational one was money. However. Um, it's in you obviously get paid for a while after um being fired so that was great the fun one that i found really funny is the irrationality of some of your thoughts so i put down oh my god what about my cv i've only been there four months <laughs> and then fuck your cv no 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 well, okay i'm gonna go into freelancing anyway which is all short term and i'm starting my own business so i literally don't need a cv but the fact that that had been this issue that to some extent had been wearing around in my head was just such a good moment of clarity where I suddenly saw, oh my God, I've just been really irrational and emotional, haven't I? But wait, hold on a second. Let's talk about that actually because a lot of, I'm sure our listeners are like anybody that we've talked to outside of the two of us. Yeah. Getting fired is like the worst thing ever. Like no one wants to get apparently fired. Apparently it is. Right? Yeah, apparently. No one wants to do that. <laughs> and then to think that you're going to be okay and you're going to be recovered from it and then you're going to move on. Like, I think we need to talk about that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, no, I mean, a slightly unique situation where I knew I was going to leave. So it wasn't as bad. Right, but like what you just said, you were still fearful immediately yeah, of yeah. your CV. Like, right? So yeah, your, yeah. your resume, yeah. what would be affected? You've been there three months, right? Yeah, three, three months. Three months. And then I'm sure your first thoughts were... <laughs> three beautiful were, months. Three beautiful. <laughs> what, I'm sure your first thought's going to be like, what is the next company going to actually say about that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, and, and I think for other people, I think it's, it is a valid point, but it's, it's, again, it's way bigger than you think. Like, if you're just good at your job or like you learn new skills, like, that's the thing that people actually care about. It's not about, oh, I see that you can't commit to companies because <laughs> you left after two, three months. Yeah. I think it's, it's kind of the fact where, if you go into that meeting and you say, yeah, I got fired from this place and they say, or maybe you don't even say that you fired, they got, that you got fired, that you just said that you left after three months yeah. and they say, well, Henry, why did you actually leave that place after three months? What's your commitment? Like it was fucking shit. Well, you don't say that, <laughs> but you say, well, uh, I set myself goals for what I wanted to achieve or what I wanted to learn. Yeah. I realized that I did them in three months and I had to get out of there because guess what? That's my life. And I'm only, you know, 26 for one time in my 25. life, 25. 25. You know, same thing. <laughs> I have to get out of there to keep going on my uh, my pursuit of my life. Now that you're out of there, how is it? Yeah, so after my five-minute panic, slight two days of self and self-doubt, existential crisis, again, it's never that bad, though. I think firing is a lot worse for a lot of people. Um, but yeah, since then... Essentially, I broke down the problems that I had. The main one being, what will I do about money? Now, the beauty of Germany is that you get two months paid uh, after you get fired, or at least in my contract. So it sort of turned out awesome, 
Where, okay, first of all, I'm super, super happy that I'm out of a job that I was literally miserable in. Uh, secondly, that I had a really good, honest conversation with my boss about, like, why I've... Essentially, I got fired because I just clearly did not give a... Sh- you didn't You didn't follow the vision. You weren't drinking yeah, the just, juice. Exactly. You didn't care. Uh, it's okay. Long story short, did not give a shit about what was going on there because I was planning to leave in November. Uh, so that was good, to be honest, about you know, why I've been unmotivated and avoiding work at all costs recently. Um, yeah, and also it's meant that I'm now being paid to do a tiny bit more work for them in two months, which has turned into a great opportunity to build this as a business, but also I now have two months uh, free to learn German. So I'm doing an I mean, intensive German course yeah. and going after that. And it's... You turned, you turned a bad situation into a good one. It's turned into an awesome situation. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, now... <laughs> what can what can you say though? Let's say for example, because I'm sure a lot of our listeners out there don't have maybe the beauty of having two months paid. Yeah, I mean, because also after that you do have to then right do something right right right. right. <laughs> yeah, I think that general takeaways for other people is firstly be aware that these things can happen. So your fear of being fired is going to be much greater if you don't have a plan in place. Right. So I've researched freelancing and have that sort of plan in place so that when I was fired on Saturday, I knew Monday exactly what I needed to do next, like to the day. And you have a great purpose to get moving. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you've got a real, some like, kick up your heart. You arse, better move. As we say in the UK. Uh, yeah, because you It's a move. great thing, yeah. Yeah, but also having the breathing room. So yes, I was super lucky to have these For two sure. months I'm paid. And again, I can now pursue German while starting the freelancing but with some time pressure off um and also just the yeah fear setting so fear setting is writing down fears you have so they're not all spinning around your head as these big dark scary unquantifiable monsters writing them down in a list writing down okay how big they are so for example mine was oh my god what do i do about money uh and then i said well actually is that a problem because i'm being paid for two months so yes it is in future but Short term, it's, it's okay. Yeah, short term, it's fine. Two short term, it's fine. fine. Yeah. I work in an industry where there's opportunity. I live in Berlin where there's a lot of opportunity. So it's not that big a fear. So and it's it also rest. realizing the opportunity that's around you, right? Yeah, and that's a big thing as well. I think that uh, it's easy to get depressed, have self-doubt, question yourself. And also it's hard to sort of work out what to do because suddenly you have a million opportunities. Um so I think, yeah, when you write down your fears, you, you say, okay, how can I solve them? So finding a job in X or starting a business. And it, um, it not only mitigates the fear or sort of gets rid of a lot of them altogether, but it sort of shows you, okay, here's the next step. Uh, and then you just go from there, really. Yeah, it's a great point. What else do you think that, uh, that you can share that maybe you learned? I think that I learned... Outside of actually putting fear setting into practice in quite a tricky situation or a big life situation like getting fired. Yeah. Um, I think it, the big lesson for me has been solve problems when they come up. So oh, again, don't be scared of confronting them. Right. So, for example, don't when, avoid I knew problems I, exactly, when I knew I hated the job, two weeks you can give that and then you know like there's a point where you know and you've got to just then go okay I'm resigning and it's just like the relationship you can yeah you no, they know of excuses because I you know for example why am I continuing why was I planning to continue working it was basically to just avoid um, 
not starting it now. It's just easier to stick with the the enemy you know rather right. than this other world of unknown opportunity. And like a lot of things, it's not about the easy way, but it's about the hard way because yeah, it's the sure. right thing to do. Yeah, and I'm super excited about this next stage in life. Jonathan, tell us about your firing age 17. 17 years old, fired for my first internship. Amazing. That was... <laughs> How was it? Amazing. That was just awesome. I learned so much of what not to do. And I think that was the most incredible part of it. From your boss or the... The whole company and the bosses. <laughs> the two bosses, it was a husband and wife team, got divorced, still had their dogs in the office. <laughs> you know, it was, it, was a, it was outrageous. And I went in there as a, I don't, know, I don't even know what my position was, like a marketing intern or something. And I, I really realized that like they weren't doing the right stuff and I had suggestions for it and they didn't want to listen to me. I think I should have known then that I just should have already been an entrepreneur because yeah, what? Like, that was just crazy. What sort of worries me is from sorry, that example and yeah. the company that I've just been uh, involuntarily uh, <laughs> kicked out of uh, is the people just aren't open to feedback. Like people don't Not like then. hearing stuff. Never. But it's just, it makes so much sense. Like, as just, in, surely you want the right right thing, the good thing for your company. Totally. Uh, anyway, why were you fired? I mean, I mean, I'll talk about why I'm fired, but I think the the biggest thing that we were just talking about now is like listening to people or like listening to their feedback. It's like there is a human being who is sitting in front of you that is really saying their real honest opinion to think that it's going to help you, and then you just reject that. You don't even consider it. It's I, for me. That's just totally crazy. Like that's not even having. Empathy. I think it's ego. I it's think. total ego. And this, I mean, so the two founders, yeah. right? One was kind of passive. One was very aggressive. Yeah. And the one that was very aggressive, I just hit heads with all the time because at 17 years old, I was like, "Lady, listen, like you're not doing the right thing. Like you know, yeah. this is what's up." And uh, it became very apparent that, um, yeah, granted, it was a successful company at the time, but I wanted literally nothing to do with it. So I went in there one day. Then this is interesting, sorry. Successful. You're coming up in the middle of the story, damn it. Go ahead. <laughs> successful. Like we say companies are successful because yeah. they make money. Right. We don't look at it from like, exactly. a successful company where people exactly. hate it. Totally. Is not a successful company. You're completely right. Yeah. Success was the money form because I knew how much money they made at that point. That's a true statement. Yeah, so, but, but, it was, so this it was, is a whole like but, series. All right, let's this. flip it on our terms. It was not a successful company in terms of happiness. Yeah. There were people there that were just doing a job. So which is why you could legitimately claim, you know, come and say, I think what you're doing is wrong. Yeah, of exactly. And I had, I had my, my expertise at the time that I wanted to give. And uh, I went in there one day and I, I knew I was going to quit. I said, this is... I'm my first kind of internship. I'm 17. Gonna quit. I'm gonna quit. <laughs> and then I got called into an all glass meeting room with just the founder lady and the or the one that you hated. Yeah, one? the one that I could not stand for anything. <laughs> and she literally yelled at me for 15 minutes about this is a million dollar company I built from See, my ground up. And I'm like. Lady, I'm seven. I, like, I mean, I look at it now, but like, I was a 17 year old kid yeah, doing his yeah. first internship, and there's a 40, late 40 year old, early 50 year old woman yelling at this kid yeah. at an intern. Are you kidding me? And, and I was, I was horrified. I got fired. 
There was, I, I had no risk. I had absolutely no expenses. And I was horrified just because of the humiliation that I felt at yeah. the time. Because I was like, here's someone my, my parents' age that's yelling at me like I did something wrong. And now they're taking money away from me and coming to this job every day, which I hated anyway. But it just felt awful, you know? Yeah, but that's so interesting because she should have just... She can fire you. It's completely her right. Her yeah, but she should have explained. It. No, Let the kid learn. Exactly. But the fifteen minutes is basically her yeah. ego just letting itself loose. I'm worth this money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's like self-validation. Oh, totally. Oh God. And again, I'm like, like so mad. She's talking about, about that. we're a company making X million. Yeah. Fair enough. That's great because it means it's a sustainable company. But. Uh, She's obviously fucking insecure. She, she's, I mean, I mean, she, she's still in a company with her ex-husband. It's oh, like, come on, guy. Like, that sounds doing? rubbish. Yeah. But that, and then she said the line that got me. She was like, "You'll never work for a corporate." And then I went and moved to <laughs> Germany and worked for one of the biggest corporates in the world for six years. I learned everything, and it's not about whether or not I was for a corporate, but I learned from being at a corporate that I'm not for a corporate. That's why I don't work for a corporate. But yeah. a Mid forty year old, late forty year old woman is not going to tell me whether or not I can learn that by just saying it. What I got out of that experience was really learning. Again, the the worst case scenario of getting fired was not the worst thing that actually happened. Yeah, I came out of there a much stronger person. I came out of there with a lot of experience. I came out of there with a lot of what not to do. I didn't agree with a lot of things that were being done in the company. I didn't agree with the way that it was run. I didn't agree with the way that people were treated. I mean, I could list the things, mm -hmm. but I, I learned a lot and it really created a good foundation for me to, to build on. And I feel like, again, I was a better person because of that. But the fear in itself of being fired, that worst case scenario in a job, it was not there at all. I came out of there happier. Yeah. <laughs> I learned, I got unhappy, I learned everything, I came out. and. Yeah. After that, I look back at it and I used to be upset with that founder of like, how could she talk to me like that? But I'm so glad that she did. So I can look back on it now and say, you know, that was kind of a worst case scenario and I'm fine. You know, you can move on from that and, and you're going to be okay with your learnings. Yeah, I agree completely. Uh, yeah, I've had the same experience. I think that, yes, although I'd had planned obviously to leave anyway, it's, it's really good to have that self-examination away and also look at, okay, well, if they fire me, there's obviously something I've done. Again, obviously I knew that I wasn't motivated, wasn't bothered about the work I was doing, but it's really good to be in that situation, have that moment. And again, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll try and wrap it up here and say- Take us home, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a little bit too naughty. Um, yeah, that, okay, here's a fear that is a legitimate one i.e. being fired for anyone. Um, however, it happens. You have a very quick moment of panic. You can, and again, you can make that as long as you want. If you don't, stop. So right. for example, you can make it 10 seconds like my one or you could make it last for months and get all down about things. But maybe make it a couple of days just to save everybody's time. Yeah, yourself. for sure. But just immediately, go for a walk. If something bad happens, it doesn't need to be fine. Go for a walk, sit down, Write down literally the words, like your five or six fears. I, I am afraid of not yeah. making money. I, I am just afraid. afraid I, no, literally, even, I just wrote CV, money, friends, family, and then wrote down, tried to quantify them again in a very short sentence. Money, why well, I'm being paid for the next two months, so it's fine. Uh, and then you suddenly go, okay, well, that's not a problem. Then you actually start approaching the solutions, as I said. So this is when your fears 
your your so you set your fears so let you identify your, them let your creative mind open up to find yeah, solutions exactly identify them quantify them and then you start looking at the solutions and the opportunity there again i've been fired i have i'm being paid for two months and i'm able to now learn german and start a business like what a great opportunity and you can look to find those yourselves rather than just going into your shell and getting upset or depressed about things. You have just been punched in the face. This is the conclusion of episode two, fear setting. What I want you to do, what Henry wants you to do, we want you to go think about your fears, write them down, quantify them, and then write down the solutions that you think and then go do it. You know, stop wasting your time, get out there and do it. We do this every week so that we can, we hope to pass some useful advice and honest uh, life situations on to you guys. But also we think it's great that you can follow our journey from day one. Um, we're not just a podcast, we're looking at building a business for entrepreneurs and helping people generally improve their lives. Um, so any feedback is really, really appreciated, whether it's through the website or commenting on the podcast or even just sharing it with others so that we can get more uh not eyes on, I suppose, ears on. People, ears on. People, people listening, people reading. I saw that 30 people listened to our last episode. That was amazing. I yeah. got super excited yeah, for that. Yeah, super excited. So if you, if you can, share it with your friends, subscribe to our station. It would mean the world to us. Yeah, it does mean the world to us. Um, or just email us at, uh, maybe not email. No, go to our no, website. No, just go to the website. Yeah. PITF.info. That is exactly it. You have been punched in the face. <laughs>